0: Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan.
1: I'm
2: Kelly. I'm Court.
0: And this is our Labor Day Spectacular episode.
1: I'm on strike.
0: Oh, okay. Well, okay, so is this your AI double talking to us? How could you tell?
2: (laughs) They got the fingers wrong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And the awkward laugh. Mm Mm-hmm. That's I it. am Kelly today <laughs> 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 Their voices are so much better than that. Now
2: and that's scary. Cause people do that now.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Like you never know, you,
1: you know, that you can train descript on your voice and then use it to dub and mm-hmm. actually create a whole episode for you.
0: You know, I tried to do a little bit of that with corrections when I was yeah. editing the the interview and it, it worked sometimes, but not others. I guess if there were words that were already said, then it could go and pick up. It's like, oh, this is this person saying this, that she just typed in here. So
1: yeah, I tried ages ago. Like I actually trained it on me never to have it record an episode for me, but to do just mm-hmm. that. Like if I misspoke a word, yeah, yeah, then to have it corrected, and it has never worked. It it never developed a voice for me.
2: Yeah, maybe it
1: knows I I don't approve on the whole. <laughs> That's it. It's like so yeah, I've heard you. I've heard what yeah. you've said. Yeah, <laughs> it just never worked. Yeah, I don't know. Or is it something about my voice? It's weird. I oh, we'll well. have to ask the AI. Yeah. <laughs> I, i'm not gonna try again So
0: yeah but that'd be cool if you had if you could like give siri your own voice or something Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. no no Mm-mm. <laughs> no i, I say please siri. and thank you so that once <laughs> Skynet takes over they know i was courteous to her yes yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. i use siri's original voice yeah. well it's not the original original apparently they replaced the original so oh. i use her default voice
2: okay yeah i love her voice i had her read to me on kindle while i'm working sometimes wow
1: well, that's cool yeah 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 i
2: mean it's cool that there are
1: lots of options to mm-hmm. change series voice even use mm-hmm. a male voice if you want you
2: can which... use samuel L. jackson
1: Oh my you God. gotta oh, yeah? pay for it
2: though yeah you gotta make okay. the voices
1: yeah specialty voices you can change yes.
2: there are there are yeah. a bunch of options
1: for a free the, voice like different
2: accents
0: yeah. and male yeah. and female yeah so
2: yeah like i, I considered doing samuel L. jackson just for my alarm I'm like get the fuck <laughs> up it's time to wake the fuck up motherfucker yes <laughs> let's go get moving Then at the end
0: of the night, end of the
1: day, go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's (laughs) funny. I used to wake up in a panic when like in school and stuff like that. And I'd look at the time and go, fuck. And that is no way to start the day. so I don't need anyone telling me wake the fuck up time to get up you know time to get (laughs) the fuck up whatever I used to do that to myself and it just really set the wrong tone for the day for me
2: that's true yeah yeah make it gentle play some yo-yo ma wake up Mm -hmm. it's good
1: Now remember I have my my alarm it I, I don't expect you to remember. I take that back. I use a song from Skyrim called Secunda. Yes.
2: You told so, me that.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful. Nice. nice. Nice gentle wake up. Not one of the battle themes from Skyrim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good idea. whole different vibe. Yeah. 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 I guess I could do that. Like if I have something big going on that day.
0: Yeah.
1: Or you know, it's not really singing the song you know it's just <laughs> it's a part of it but it's not really singing it so oh, cool.
2: cool now I'm gonna go look up Battlestar Galactica for some of their battle mm-hmm. songs that's a great wake-up like, mm-hmm. theme okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. there you go well, before we get into the uh Labor Day specials then uh what have you guys been watching anything interesting mm-hmm. well I'm yeah. sure it's interesting
1: I watched, I binged 16 (laughs) episodes of this Korean series on Netflix. They did it in two parts. Part one was in 2022 and part two was this year. I think it came out in March called The Glory. And it is about this young woman who was really severely emotionally and physically uh, bullied in high school. And when she grows up, she's in her thirties and now she's seeking revenge on the, that high school click. And they are all still friends. And when I read the description, I'm like, "Mm, no, because I don't care about revenge stuff, but I watched the trailer and I saw on IMDB. It has like an eight point something rating like, okay, trailer like hooked me. And mm-hmm. it was so good. I just wanted to like, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Really liked it. And then I rewatched season two of the morning show because season three comes out. I think this week. Oh, it's mm-hmm. either the
2: eighth of um, next week. Yeah. Next week.
1: Okay, yeah. 13th. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow.
2: I keep yeah. thinking it's next
1: week already. Like I'm, I know,
0: no, 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 don't rush me.
1: I know. Wow. yeah you the especially. 21st is the 21st <laughs> yeah oh yeah the 8th is the changeling on apple tv plus oh and That's
0: interesting too
1: the th- yes i don't remember what it's about it's a little bit horror-y isn't it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the th- wednesday the 13th is the morning show mm-hmm. yeah so i went ahead and knocked it out because you know, we need to start the leftovers and not that I won't yeah. binge it once I start it, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I'ma I'm try to spread it out. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. And Susan very helpfully um put some things together for us with the extras. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we should post that playlist too. Mm-hmm. So put it in the in the show notes.
2: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So um, everyone can get ready. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It'll be departure day before we know it. Um, yeah. I finished Justified City Primeval, you know, the newest chapter they had with him going to Detroit, mm-hmm. facing off a new adversary. Uh, that was, it was very well done and I was going to be okay. Well, not really okay. Cause I love Timothy Oliphant and I love this character. I wasn't ready to let go. Like I, I got sucked in again but if this was going to be it okay fine and then they teased a little something that made me go oh shit are they renewing this for another season please renew this for Mm -hmm. another season I won't say what because I want other folks to go and watch this and um see what made me go oh shit but it was it was so good there was growth with the character you got to see him with his daughter Mm -hmm. he had a love interest that you know maybe we may see her again so like, this was so well done and I really hope we get to see him again in a, in a new chapter mm-hmm. because the story is absolutely there.
3: So cool.
1: Cool. I back up and say one thing about the leftovers again. Yes. Okay. Everything comes back to the leftovers. Always. I, I was thinking about, so it first came out, premiered in 2014 Wow. And of course, next year is 2024. So wow. Susan, you recently said to Amelia, we don't have to limit our viewing to just once a year. Well, the first episode of The Leftovers came out on June 29th, 2014. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to need to celebrate that this next June. Yeah. Yeah. And- so we're gonna have a twofer in 2020. <laughs> At least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't Can have to we... redo the whole season in June. I mean, just series. Premiere. Yeah. Yes. We could just do the premiere.
2: Yeah. I propose a watch party and us live watching it and commenting together. We yeah. could do that.
1: Yeah. That'll be
0: fun. Too. Yeah. Because we've never not done that with yeah. the leftovers.
2: No. Yeah.
1: No.
0: And Also one, you know, one of the things I was watching now that fear the walking dead is on, on max. (laughs) So, and there was an episode in season one where Nick went to meet his friend slash dealer and they went to the same diner where, um, Jill and Tommy had met.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and we saw we saw it in a few episodes because, you know, you know how they did it from this point of view and that one. And so, yeah. Yeah. True. So it's the same. The leftovers is everywhere.
1: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. I dig it.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. They did it at the same time. Shoot. You said that was season one that that happened. That was 2015. Yeah. That happened in season two of the leftovers. So that was also 2015.
0: Wasn't it one and two? The diner. The, or was it just season
1: two? Just season two. Okay. Because uh, Jill and fam had already moved to Texas. That's how Tommy was back with his mom
0: yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they're wrong right, mom. right.
1: well i mean yeah yeah well, we still got associate- back together with, right. with
0: mom at the end of yeah. season one okay
1: yeah so we still associate it with the leftovers
0: yeah
1: they did it best so in a in a yeah, question it of who did it best <laughs> it's the leftovers yeah every always- time yes the leftovers on that diner
0: Mm-hmm. and season one is the is so far the best season of *Fear the walking dead yes. i started season two
1: and it's uh... still doesn't hold the candle to the left oh
2: no oh no no no, no It's comparing no, no,
1: no. it to itself
2: <laughs> yes you <laughs> right. can only compare that to itself
1: uh still doesn't hold a matchbox to it or a no. an ash no Sorry.
2: <laughs> For me, it only, it only gets better when Morgan is there. And um Garrett Dillahunt. I loved his character when mm. he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, love, I've but, been in and out. But yeah. Like that main family.
1: I mean it's it, I, I saw I saw season one. And we need fluff. Cause the leftovers ain't fluff. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, and at least so it has they, a place.
1: Oh, for yeah. sure. Just at a different table. <laughs> yeah. It has a kids table. <laughs> right? Terrible. No, the leftovers. And they, <laughs> no. The dining table. <laughs> oh,
0: I get it. Okay, sorry. No, but even one one of the characters said something like that. It's like, stop putting us at the kids' table. Oh, no. (laughs) No, because um, she, you know, Madison was treating the kids who were, you know, mid to later teenagers as if they were like six years old and needed to be protected from everything. Hmm. No. No.
2: I, 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 we're, we're not talking about fear the walking Dead*, but i, I get the why i get the why mm. because of how things start off with nick and like his position from the, in the start. family yeah yeah and the things he was into so I, I i get it
0: yeah but she's still yeah it's like he can help oh. you he doesn't just need to be sitting in a rubber room all the time oh
2: no that's very true he, he found purpose
1: who yeah. played that cute teenage boy? Ray finds his son? No, son? no,
2: it was um from Game of Thrones. The one who burned his daughter. Um, his Oh, Sam's son. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, um, That's how I remember him. I'm sorry. He burned right. his daughter. What is the actor's name
1: he again? Did. I love him. Oh. I'm already blanking on his real name. Ah, shoot. Yeah. I don't think of him as doing that. I think of him as... Frank Delaney. Oh, Delaney. That's right. Thank you. Stephen Delane is Stannis. Yeah, fewer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think of them. for. fewer, <laughs> and separate the, the the evil from the grammar. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: I I, or was were they making a point that grammar Nazis are
1: evil? Right, (laughs) grammar Nazis are also Nazis. (laughs) But Davos adopted the grammar bit. Yeah, he's not evil. Yeah. All right, Labor Day movies. Let's give the people what they want or what they're here for. they weren't here for <laughs> leftovers walking dead the glory Um
2: wasn't even the good walking dead
1: i know No, oh, fear of the walking dead
2: yeah
0: because that's it wasn't the, the one they put on max
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah
1: yeah for now all right so what'd y'all watch for labor day because we all watch different stuff yeah probably I,
0: yeah, I watched telemarketers.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and it was only three episodes.
0: Yeah, it was. And I mean, some of it was about workers' rights, but it was really about consumer rights. Mm-hmm. So
1: that's okay. I read a headline about it. I didn't read the whole article, or did I? I read part of it. Something about how it failed so much. And that's what it, that's how it succeeded. You know, like it was a scrappy, terrible documentary, right? Like how it was made. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But (laughs) that's where it succeeded because it's just these two dudes who were excellent telemarketers and their documentary skills were the absolute worst. But they got the job done, mostly. I mean, they got those really good interviews. Like, okay, they got really good guests to interview.
0: Because at some point, I think one of them, I I don't know who he was talking to, a relative and said, you know, your cousin over here is a filmmaker. And so once they got that cousin involved, then they had all this you know, he said, well, let's call up so-and-so and this yep. person and, and oh, they but, had all but, that
1: access. True. But before they got him on is when years earlier, they had already done the interviews with those high up people, the, members, the yeah. dudes. Yeah. I don't remember who they were. You know, I watched, uh, it, it was a couple of weeks ago when it, it first came out and then it ended, what was it a week or two ago? Yeah. Only three mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was on HBO. Yeah. So it came out week by week and yeah, it was, uh, and then like seeing their personal lives and it was bizarre. Yeah. And then getting yeah. access to the two people in Congress. Yeah. And, and,
0: and the you two, know, some point during like episode two or three or whatever, I was concerned, are we going to see this person again? They're they just showing right. him in video. I mean, is he,
1: yeah, is he gone? Yeah. You know? Joe, right? Patrick. Patrick. Okay, that's right. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, it was wild, mm-hmm. and then it just ends. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and I and and it felt like it it had ended, but then I had to go look. Is is that really it? Just the three episodes? Yep. And they didn't solve anything. It really no, was didn't. just an expose.
0: Yeah. So you know. If you you know, if you get an one of, if you get one of those calls and you answer it, just hang oh, up absolutely. don't say anything yeah uh, or do what I do what most people do don't answer unknown callers, yeah, right yeah
1: It was really shocking some of what we learn in that mm-hmm. and yet also not, I think we. Sort of suspected a lot of that from Mm -hmm. the beginning, Mm -hmm. just intuitively. But then to to discover like all the raising money for the police groups, right? To discover that like all that money really goes to the telemarketing companies and only a little bit goes to the police groups. And then the police groups don't use any of that money on their fallen officer you know the the fallen cops or whatever families yeah yeah nothing yeah yeah horrifying
0: so yeah like i said didn't in the end didn't have much to do with with labor and unions and whatever right. calling on behalf of a union but yeah no yeah didn't do any good for them
1: no no Did you watch anything else related to?
0: No, I, I was going to watch Sorry to Bother You, which is also oh, yeah. about telemarketing and yeah. bizarre things happening in, in that world.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but yeah,
1: I didn't get to it. Yeah. How about you court?
2: I watched a couple of things. I watched Norma Ray. Um, I'd Ooh, never nice. seen it before, but I knew I knew of it. I, I, you think of her standing up on that thing with the strike sign. And recently mm-hmm. someone on Twitter had been saying, I hope Sally Field shows up and has like the strike sign with her because you no, know, that would right. be perfect. Yeah. Um, and was this what she won? Cause I know she won the Academy Award. She won a bunch of awards, but she won the Academy Award. That was and her first. It's, it's iconic for her saying, y'all, you right, you like me. You really like me, right? Yes. Is that, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, th- but this was the first time I'd ever seen this one. Um, like she plays um, Nor- Norma Ray. It's a, biopic Uh, it's not it's not I I don't you could have watched it
1: I don't think it's a true story
2: okay okay yeah. but it's based on real life because yeah. you know right. this is something that's happened many many times with with people um she works in this um this textile this mill this mill factory um and like her, her entire family like her entire fa- town is dependent on like this factory and in the beginning like at the movie and you, you see the conditions that they're working in, like her mom, like she's calling out, hey mom, she's trying to talk to her mom. Her mom can't hear her, because she's gone deaf because the machines are that loud from where they're, what they're working in. And just think of all the things back in the 70s of things that uh, different companies would get away with when the unions like weren't in place, but like the hours they make you work, the protections that you don't have. Like this movie kind of went through it all. And um, like she got involved with this un- the guy who was in charge of the union, who was trying to get them, that mill to unionize um and you saw the different things that she went through they had put up some sign um i can't remember what it said exactly oh no they put up some sign um talking about how the black folks in the factory were going to take over the union if they actually joined it so like the union guy had her actually go and stand there and like copy down every bit of what was on that sign because in doing what they were doing it was violating the law um and like it, it was just really, really well done. Um, to see the different things and how it plays out. Like they actually like her, the people at her job, they had her removed from the property. Um, but like that was after they had that very powerful moment. Like I said, you have you know that iconic moment when she's standing on that table holding up the strike sign. But like I'd never seen like what how that affected the people around her in the factory because she's standing there and everybody one by one they switch off their machines and they, they start stop working. Um yeah. and. Like, that's what really pulls them over to, to her side, seeing them pulling her out the way they are. So yeah. like, that was beautifully done. And it that, both really bridges in that with her as her husband's it. Yes. This? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so sad, like, and this movie is so old at this point, I don't feel like we're doing any problem. You know, it's a problem to share spoilers, but like when her dad has the heart attack on the factory floor, because yeah. he's saying, I don't feel well. I need to go sit yeah. down. It's like, Oh no, your break is coming up in 15 minutes. Yeah. You're fine. You know, says the, the guy on the fact, you know, the supervisor or whatever. Yeah. And then he just keels over and dies right on the factory yeah. floor, And he, he was having a heart attack. So it still would have yeah. happened if he had gone into the office and sat down, yeah. but there would have been someone in there yeah who could have? Mm-hmm. and the dude should have like now they didn't have the internet so it might not have known the signs of a heart attack but mm-hmm. still he would have had a better chance of making it to the hospital if he'd yeah. been in the office sitting down
2: yeah yeah and they did have some kind of medical person on site because when her mom oh, started to lose right. her hearing she she took her in there to see him and he's the one who said okay well I'll write her an excuse for the day so she can go um so what she won't get docked like I yeah, forgot about yeah. that yeah yeah. So should
1: have sent him into the doctor's office and yeah, had him but, lie down in there. Yeah. Yep. So he could die in there instead. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or at least it could have had CPR in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it, you know, it's interesting that, okay, that was like the start of the unions and they were really protecting the workers and everything in in the 80s and then everything slowly got whittled away and here we Mm -hmm. are again yeah
2: yeah like everything comes in cycles because um i also watched the newsies and like Mm. yeah and like i had seen this movie when i was a kid um and i had forgotten some of the details i went to see it actually i went to see a musical um a couple years ago at the hippodrome when they were here and i saw it then too but like i actually watched it like this time or you know how you watch it different when you're a kid versus Mm -hmm. like when you're an adult um and I watched it this time just to see the different things that were going on and I remember reading about Hearst and we've heard the name Pulitzer before and I never connected them with like what the actual workers were going through like you you don't do that or I Mm -hmm. I didn't do that I didn't make those connections when I was a kid um and like at one point in that movie like they not only have all the news boys and girls like join them they have folks they have um folks from like a stable boys and like um just every occupation that you think of can think of like because they had children it was child labor is what they were doing and they Mm -hmm. had all of them they were pulling all of them in and all they wanted was fair work and there was Mm -hmm. one point where um christian bale was in this christian bale's character he played jack kelly um and they're talking it was like like you you lost about 70 percent of like your profit from this strike and everything but still you push on with it like you're pushing on with it not because of the money that you want to make because you're losing a lot of money right here you're pushing on with it because um, you don't want to give us those couple of cents you are pushing on with this because you are fighting for control you think that you're going to yeah. lose this little bit of power and control if people see you give in to us and that's pretty much what's happening now like yeah. the studios, yeah. they're they're fighting for control. Like, cause these actors and writers, they're not asking for the world or the moon. They're asking for livable wages and some other things that's going to help them live. And yeah. the studios are holding hard onto that control. When, oh, you're just fighting the inevitable.
0: And I think yeah. I am not sure if it's in the interview or if it was afterwards that, um, Erica explained about the waivers. Yes. They are with um the the company has agreed to the terms yeah. for that particular production. Yeah. So, yeah. so if, if they can do it for that, why not the others? Yeah.
2: Right. Are you talking about AMC?
0: Yeah. Yeah. AMC and just the waivers in general.
2: Yeah. 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 We've seen that for a couple of things, especially with like the independent studios. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I missed your talk. <laughs> no. Just because um yeah,
0: well, it doesn't look like the strike's going to end anytime soon, so we can continue to get updates.
2: Oh for sure, for sure. It doesn't look yeah. like it's going to end anytime soon, especially cuz I feel like Netflix and maybe Amazon they're saying are the major major holdouts and people are wondering if um like the other studios are going to break away from those guys. Because I, like, hope so. that's, I hope so, too. Like, you're going to lose a lot of money. You're going like, to be like Mr. Pulitzer, where you you have no choice, but you give in. <laughs> like, you don't run the world. Not really. Yeah. I wonder yeah. what
1: Apple's stance is on this.
2: I wonder, too. That's a good question. Please
1: mm-hmm. don't disappoint us, Apple.
2: We're really counting on you here. <laughs> yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. But then there's there's some of their manufacturing
2: oh i know i know know. that's very true i know they said we're keeping our heads down (laughs) we'll let these other ones be the
1: fools (laughs) we're we're talking about writers and SAG after right now right it's true it's
0: true not the children no No. okay
1: look apple is i know i know so, there are no electronics we can buy then, yeah, zero I'll do it yeah. zero
2: and honestly, not just electronics, if we're talking about it because a lot if you look around a lot of different states are now having children, they're getting caught with children working in their factories and different things. you've guys have climate, probably seen the oh, different reports,
0: yeah, especially in like the meat packing plants, yes. And since they're migrants, you know, they yep. say, oh well, that person lied to us. We had yep. no idea they had false yep, right. papers. Yep,
1: yep. So we can buy some stoves, ovens, and refrigerators that are made in the United States, uh, dish, uh, and uh, washers and dryers. I know you can still get washers, dryers, and ranges that are made in the U.S. Fridges, I haven't bought one recently in the U S those others. I have within the past year before I moved back to Houston, I had to buy a new washer dryer and range. I bought made in the U S but computers, TVs, they come from out of the U S Yeah, and not like, you know, Germany. Yeah yeah you know europe in general they come from china yeah so it's not like buying a chromebook or a dell or whatever else there is you know i don't even know what kind of computers there are other than dell because i've just had apple for so long yeah. but none of them treat their workers well. None of them give them fair wages or good working conditions.
2: Yeah.
1: And and they all just turn a blind eye and say, oh, we just subcontract out. We don't own that factory. Mm -hmm. I don't know what goes on there.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So if we don't want to support child labor and bad working conditions, we just have to stop buying phone, uh, you know, cell phones and yeah all electronics yeah grow your own food <laughs> you know yeah all of that so we can have we can wash our clothes and we can cook our food again i'm not positive about refrigerators yeah and my, microwaves are not made in the united states they haven't been in more than 20 okay. years
2: yeah yeah but the one thing about food you can try to buy local shop local yep. as much as you can yeah like the small businesses yeah. I try to get like during the summertime, I try to get to the farmers market every bit of, that yeah. I can. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you can even get local meat yeah. if oh, you that's
2: true.
0: Don't mm-hmm.
1: mind, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: Getting meat. Yeah. So yeah. Just give up your computers and we will this can be our last podcast episode. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Not really, but, you know. Right. And no more streaming. Yeah. No more watching things. And I don't. I know that paper mills happen in the United States. You know, you won't be able to do Kindle anymore. Yeah. Or Audible. Because mm-hmm. you won't have electronics. And so there are paper mills in the United States. But make sure that they aren't self-published through Amazon. Because Amazon.
0: Mm. right yeah and then delivered by amazon Do they, they have amazon. air conditioning in their trucks i don't know i think they
2: do yes because those store. are
1: vans those are little vans and cars yeah. and things
2: but also some yeah. folks who contract well, they, have, they, have they have contractors yeah.
1: yeah and uh ups averted the strike but yeah they're not getting okay. them until what year
0: next year Yeah.
2: And did you guys see um, the story about the older gentleman? He'd been on the job for 28 years and he died. Um, Yeah. The one in Texas. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He didn't, he didn't realize, yeah, he was suffering from heat stroke. Those were the symptoms he was having that,
1: you know, it's too late. Wow. Ah. So in addition to normal, normal Ray, I watched two other movies, not related to strikes or anything, but just working. Mm-hmm. So I watched working girl, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver, and Melanie Griffith. Um, So what I did not like, I had already seen it, you know, when it first came out, really did not like that it pitted woman against woman. Hate that. Yeah.
0: we're the eighties. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There can be only one. Yeah. Woman. You know, like dominant or ruling woman or good woman or whatever. I mean, you had the secretaries who were supporting each other, but there can be only one woman
0: boss in the boys' camp. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. So that really sucked. And it, it made it questionable if Sigourney Weaver's character really was, quote, bad or conniving. Until the very end, when she shows up and disrupts Melanie Griffith and Harrison Ford's meeting with Trask Industries, and then we discover, no, she really was conniving and trying to steal the the idea, Melanie's idea. But no, I just hated that it was, yeah, woman against woman, and Yeah. yeah, just this same old thing.
2: No sisterhood.
1: No, no sisterhood. And then I watched up in the air, George Clooney and, and Anna mm-hmm. Kendrick and mm-hmm. Jason Bateman. Yeah. And so I watched that because of his, oh, and uh, Vera Farmiga. Watched that because of all the firing that, I mean, that's what his job was, you know, to fly around the country and fire people. And I remember reading years ago that the people who were being fired those were real people who had been fired in real life. And Mm -hmm. so they are, I I think, I didn't look it up again now, I should have before coming on here, but that they are, at their interviews at the end, they were talking about their real experiences. If you're looking that up, Court, that would be awesome. (laughs) So I don't get caught in a a non-truth here. Mm -hmm. I'm not lying, at least, I just may be wrong. Yeah. So just really awful that that is a real job to go around the country and fire people. And then, you know, we're talking about automation taking over. And this was all years ago. This is way pre-COVID. No, no, no. It uh, was the aughts. Okay. I think the movie came out in like 2009 or something. And so then they start trying to do it by like zoom or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so they discover, no, this just isn't going to work because people may storm out of the room or just not leave, or they may throw things or, you know, get really upset. And so they actually have to be there in person. And they then have this one woman, not on zoom, but, or, you know, video conferencing, but in person, actually said you know i'm gonna throw myself off of a bridge and they didn't report that mm. george and anna didn't report it to anyone and george just told anna you know just forget about the people you know just say stuff all the time and then they found out later that she really did jump off yeah. of the bridge and so anna ended up quitting yeah and Uh, you know, like George's whole raison d'etre was to fly around the country and make it to 10 million miles on American Airlines. Mm -hmm. And he did, but at that point, it was after he had shown up at Vera Farmiga's place to have a real relationship, only to discover she was married and had kids and, and she was just looking for a fling on the road. And he had taken her to his sister's wedding and everything. Like he was actually interested in finally having some baggage. He'd been giving this seminar around the country called what's in your backpack. And he was talking about keeping it as empty as possible. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I watched that because of the firing and the emptiness of being constantly on the road and yeah. And it just ends with him being in a, in an airport staring up at the board because he had 10 million miles and Anna Kendrick had said something to him earlier about if she had all those miles, she would just go to the airport and pick a place. Yeah. Oh, and he did give a bunch of miles to his sister and her new husband to travel around the world. So that was cool. Yeah. It's really sad. Great movie. I I remember loving it and, and just, you know, so sad.
2: So I mean, that counts. is sad. no baggage no ties yep. that sucks yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: well he set himself up to be the f boy so yep. <laughs> he did he go. really did <laughs> yeah
1: definitely
2: yeah i watched huh. nine to five again because <gasps> why, why <gasps> wouldn't i
1: <laughs> i know i watched it a few months ago yeah, yeah. so good
2: yeah Oh my god that's it's a classic i, I yeah. again it's a movie i grew up watching over and over and over again yes just for the the screwball comedy of it all and then yeah. you know you grow up you're like oh yeah there's some serious shit in here too so um and girl power sisterhood mm-hmm. that's what maybe sisterhood yes. so that that's what uh, you would have wanted to see from relative griffith yeah. and Sigourney weaver's characters
3: mm-hmm.
2: um so yeah they have dabney coleman who's this complete jackass uh, sexual harassment um and like taking credit for everybody else's ideas because i uh, was at lily tomlin was violet newstead and in, and in, in, in the story and she had these I- different ideas for the job and so did um dolly parton's character yeah <laughs> she played dolores and like she was so over sexualized in this movie um but uh, it, it played into like the the story itself yeah, and like I just I loved it because they took over. Like they had him all tied up at his house. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. like they they took over the company, and they they made it a place where women could come and they could advance and they could do more and be more than someone for you to come and pinch their ass um like they, job
1: sharing and flex yes. hours daycare, bring, uh, on daycare. Yes. oh my god
2: like there's so many things like this was made back in the 70s and like there's so many things that they did there that we have mostly done now in some places but still in other places done where and done away with yes. exactly exactly oh and jane fonda oh my god i love jane yes. fonda
1: so good yeah and how she like is out of character in many ways. Like she is not playing herself. No. Like Dolly Parton is basically playing herself Yeah. in many ways. And yeah. Lily Tomlin pretty much as well. And Jane yeah. Fonda is just not playing herself and she right. does it so she, well. They all do yeah. it so well. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my God. And and, and li- Jane and Lily are still together yeah. today.
0: I love that. <laughs> yeah. And Lily just celebrated a birthday. Oh, <gasps> yeah. For the weekend, 84. Oh, oh that's my amazing. Gosh. Yeah.
2: And, so good. And I love that. They all still do movies together. Yes. Yeah. Like that, was it 80 so, for Brady? Yes. I just watched yes. a couple months ago. <laughs> Too cute.
1: That was so cute. Who else was in that? That was Rita Moreno, the two of them, and... Who's the fourth there's four women
2: was it diane lane i'm, I'm not lane what was no it? was it diane keaton keaton not lane Wait a minute. 80 for brady sally duh sally it was field. sally
1: field oh my gosh how <laughs> oh. silly of us and she was the youngest of them and so okay. she had what 70 for brady or something written on hers instead <laughs> is that right yeah <laughs> it was so cute
2: yeah but no and it's not just 80 for brady because like those ladies that they they get they get together almost every year and they have a new movie out and i love that for them because yes. there was this other movie that i believe Diane keaton was in with them too where one of them was getting married like in italy hold up let me look up jade Fonda. her i'm looking up that book, book club next chapter what yeah. was it that,
0: that she called him yeah all the time in the movie that she, she oh that like she called
1: daphne coleman yeah oh yeah a string of
0: oh gosh What
1: is there yeah it was horse's ass part of it yeah
0: like i don't know lying bigoted yeah it was a lot something he was you're not finding it critical
1: yes yeah. right here on the um, look too Let's see. Lily Tomlin quote in. I mean, there's one of them
0: that I found that's like an obnoxious, philandering, sexist backstabber, but that's not the, the one.
1: You're a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. Okay. And it's Judy who calls them that. Okay. You're a sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot.
0: Now, is that movie streaming, or did you have to rent or buy?
2: It's on Max. It's, when I yeah. looked it's at Nora, okay, it said more like this, and it was under there. Yes,
0: <laughs> nice, nice.
1: And the only like tension between women in this is Roz. Roz sided with daphne coleman's character and uh did not like the Mm. ladies Mm -hmm. mr hart is yeah daphne coleman's character's name
2: (laughs) no such a good movie i love it when they they hold up decades later Mm -hmm. they hold up this was a good one Mm -hmm. yes totally I
1: didn't even mind the scene where they thought that they had killed him and they're running the body around through the hospital. (laughs) Normally I hate that shit Mm -hmm. comedy bears, but I didn't mind it in this. Yeah. (sighs)
0: Yeah. So are we doing more comedy next week, Kelly? (laughs) No.
1: What is next week?
0: Next week. Uh, hispanic heritage month
1: oh so are we watching whatever we want from that list i think
0: so because we haven't really picked anything up
1: so so it's a free for yeah (laughs) cool yep or we could even watch uh court may choose a telenovela
2: (laughs) there are many (laughs) yeah
1: we could watch an episode of a telenovela <laughs> see if we get hooked mm-hmm. okay i can find one challenge accepted oh they're all <laughs> over the place there yes. are many there's a whole and channel of course, well and of course yeah we're in houston susan oh, yeah. and i so we can just turn can just, on right
2: yeah like channel okay. 10 vix Vix. that's the app where they have all my old favorites from the 80s and 90s and thousands but yeah i'll find one i'm considering teresa so and it's the new one so not the old one because what they do is they'll go back and they'll reboot them because they'll have some from the 80s and then the odds
1: okay cool and
0: we have a a special here at the end of the podcast we have a, a conversation with eric we did uh, strike update and even though you know he's not a writer or an actor but he is an editor and so about how it's all affecting affecting him and his work or lack of work right now spoiler
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's not much of a spoiler it's sort right. of obvious yeah
0: yeah <laughs> so uh yeah stay tuned at the end of the podcast for for that Okay, and until next week, everybody, geek on. Eric is joining us for some quick strike talk.
3: Well Strike talk. <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. Play the theme song. <laughs> coming to you, yeah, theme song. Coming to you live from Hollywood. You hear that? You guys hear that? That's silence because the whole town is literally shut down. Mm. I mean, it's really scary out here, guys. I it's really it sad.
1: But, you know, we are totally supportive because we want everyone to get paid fairly.
3: Fair wage and the AI scares, you know, and we can talk about that in a little bit. And uh, but yeah, I think we're on day. uh, I'm going to be wrong about the day because I just went out and I think it was day 121 and that was Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So I think we're on like 124, 125 of the writers guild strike and then like 53 of the SAG After Strike wow. on the strike line I ran into a extra who does has been scanned. I said, Have you been scanned before? She goes, Yeah, they pay me a hundred bucks and they scanned me. And uh that's it. They had they, you know, they could use me like a hundred times in that movie, and they just she only earned a hundred bucks. Yeah. and I'm like, Yeah, wouldn't yeah, it be yeah. great if they could pay you every time they put you in somewhere, they pay you a hundred bucks? She said, Yeah, that would be great, you know but yeah it's still not much but you know hey, that hundred dollar job it's more fair worth, that hundred dollar job would have turned into two hundred or two thousand dollars you know what i mean yeah you know Very so true. so what do you want to uh you know i i'm not working i finished squat on friday and the strike started on monday and i would have hopefully gone back to squat in july for its final season you mean editors are on strike now too? We're not on strike, mm-hmm. but they shut down Hollywood. Let me say okay. on a Friday, and okay. it started on the strike okay. started on on Monday. Okay. So, and you know, at the time, we hoped shows were still going along because the actors right were there, and if your show had already been written, if you had the scripts, if a movie, right. you know, the script was done, they were still going into production. And the second the actors went on right. strike. You can't you can't do anything without the actors, you know, and you can't do anything without the writers. But right. You can have something written and keep going. So that basically shut down the town and all of the uh, shows, you know, uh, you name any any show, you know, it shut down production. And now what's really terrifying to start see happening is like a league of their own had a second season. They canceled it because it won't be done in time to fit into its time slot for 2000, I mean, 2024. So, so you were on the picket line recently. Tell I've us about that. I've been on that. the picket line. So I'm, you know, as you know, the IA or IATSE is not on strike, but we are shut down. So, tell us and, what that stands for. Uh, IOTC, oh God, International Alliance of Theater and... Screen? I don't know. <laughs> we'll pretend it is. Uh, you know, sure. because... Editors, and, and the only reason and I defend in defense of myself, the only reason I can't blurt it out to you real quickly is because we're local 700, which is part okay. of the IA, okay. and so I don't normally say, you yeah, know, we're the motion the picture thing. editors' kill, we're MPSE, yeah. so okay. I can tell you, motion picture editors' guild. Okay. So I'm focused, you know, that's and then we're part of this bigger IA, and IA is theatrical. Every city, all the theaters in New York, like they have the the people who do all the theater stuff there, they're in IA, to actually Universal Studios. They're on strike right now. Uh, B192 is the local and they represent um, all of the employees at the Universal Studios theme parks. So the IA can encompass these broad spectrum, you know, arena, sports arenas. You know what oh, I mean? So it's a very okay. encompassing. Okay. So it's not bid. editors; it's more than that. It's right. Well,
1: we have the Hollywood. Do, we call know, it it the Hollywood use. IA. Okay.
3: And okay. that's the thirteen. You know, the wardrobe. You know, costume. Okay, movies, gotcha. Da, 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 okay. You know, so that's our part, the Hollywood thing. But they have, you know, the IA is like a hundred. I could be totally wrong about this, but I think it's like hundred and ninety thousand. Okay. You know, or more, you know, and it's okay. all over the United States. Okay, gotcha. So, so yeah, the IATSE, I IATSE, okay. or what we sh- use the short form is IA. Okay. So, like right now, the only part of the IA that's affected is the Hollywood locals. Okay. See, but the IA is still going strong in in theater and 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 mm-hmm. all the other th- you know okay. and the live events and and all that stuff. So okay. So they just it's that's little branch you know of us yeah. you know the Hollywood branch. So with that, we are not on strike, but we are shut down because of the two strikes that are in Hollywood. So my neighbor across the street, Cynthia, she is a writer. And she said, Hey, would you like to, you know, come out with me? Uh, You know? And I said, yeah. So we went out and we did Warner brothers had a great time. And then I, uh, we both kind of came at it. Like she, I think she said, I want to go out once a week. I said, okay, I'll join you. So it became a once in a week. Let's go to Warner Brothers and do a couple hours, pick it. And then, you know, that's our day. And then we come back and it makes me feel like I'm doing something, being seen out there and supporting in solidarity of my brothers and sisters of Hollywood. And then there's been special pickets to get more and more people out there on the picket line. They hold things like, for instance, next Friday, September 8th. Oh no, no, it's not the 8th. Oh, maybe next Friday is a Star Trek day in front nice. of Paramount. <laughs> Uh, We did a we did a gathering in in front of Radford, which was really fun because there were not there were people that I had never met because I've been working at, you know, because of COVID. We worked at home. We weren't allowed to go to the lot, you know, and be on set. So I got to finally meet people in person who I only had seen on Zoom for two years. So and it was a pretty uh, Shamar came out and all the actors uh probably we had 90 percent of the actors out there uh so it was oh, great for just to see everybody mm-hmm. yeah for mm-hmm. SWAT and then Star Trek's going to be huge it's going to be the big yeah. fan base with the so it'll be interesting yeah. so to get more and more people and support on the picket lines they do these special things also they they do the well here play this clip real quick oh,
0: oh, oh, oh.
3: that was really cool yeah. yeah so that that clip is i shot at the universal picket line the actors had just gone on strike and we've been having trouble with the universal universal decided to do some street maintenance when the strike started so all oh of a sudden we God. couldn't we couldn't work walk the sidewalks they trim the trees
0: <laughs> convenient
3: they trimmed the trees without notifying the city you know, so that wow. it during, the sum- during the summer, who trims trees during the summer? Right. And so, so when you We you're feel out- like there's been a little sneaky stuff going on with the Universal. So this strike was SAG saying, hey, everybody, we've got the city to give us the street mm-hmm. to pick it. And we want mm-hmm. everybody to show up yeah. on this day. And that's what you're seeing. We got about two, three thousand people out there wow. that day. Ooh, and wow. it was really, nice. it was really It was really exciting and and fun to be a part of that. That's excellent. So when
1: you're out there, you are out there carrying a sign. Right. Do you write something on it like, you know, I'm an editor in support of actors or any, like, do you identify yourself as an editor?
3: What I do is I wear my union shirt. So it's got cool. the logo on it and on my back, it says Motion Picture Editors Guild. Nice. And then and then at first, when I first started striking, I carry a, a Writers Guild strike sign that says that has the saying. And what they do is they put a bunch of picket signs like pre-made. <gasps> OK, you great. show up like if you guys were to show up with me, I'd say, hey, sign in. And then go because they have everybody sign in because they want to know who's supporting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we now sign in both at the writer's booth and the sag after booth. Okay. And then they have signs. So you could decide, uh, do you want a SAG sign or do you want a writer sign? Another okay. friend of mine who's not even in the business has been coming out with me and she'll carry both signs, cool. which I think is great. <laughs> Yeah. So for me, since I started with the writers, I have one and I found it. And it says, What we have here is a failure to co- compensate as no, opposed he's... to communicate. That's and it's great. such an iconic line. And mm-hmm. I, I think it really encapsul- encapsulates two things compensation, of course, but more importantly, how brilliant that writer was. Yeah. For yeah cool hand exactly. cool Luke is where it came from. Yeah, And that was such a great written movie. And I don't think chat could come up with a line like that. So so I carried that around. And then finally, the IA has uh, at first, I think the IA was a little afraid because since we're not working, we're a very aggressive bunch of locals Mm -hmm. and they were afraid if they if they made signs, we would go out there. And all of a sudden you'd see like three writer signs and like 20 A.I. signs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And for not being on strike, they didn't want that visual. Mm -hmm. But now Mm -hmm. that we've been out of work for over 100 days. We're starting to take a more presence. The IA is saying, hey, come out on Wednesday at Warner Brothers. We're going to do a local 80 is going to do a a day and they'll set up a, some mm. stuff and cooling stations and then they'll mm-hmm. hand out the IA signs that say basically say um, uh, support workers rights. So actually yeah. supports worker right, workers rights. And I think that's a perfect sign because I've also walked with one ninety B192, the universal and the hotel workers local 11 is mm-hmm. on strike and so i've walked with them to support them on a interlocal day oh. you know so it's a in la it's a a summer of uh unions yeah. you know and union rights you know because there is just we've been spiraling downwards you know big mm-hmm. corporations just don't they they, they just want to break the unions, you mm-hmm. know and that's the way our industry is we're overworked so we're fighting to bring down the hours You know, we're trying to get our compensation up. We're trying to uh, make sure our pension and health care is paid for by the studios who are legally required to put money into that stuff. We have to fight them to put money into that stuff.
1: And not be replaced by AI. And now not be replaced Mm -hmm. by AI, you know. (sighs) And I wish that more consumers would speak up about all of it, but particularly that part. The not being replaced by AI.
3: Well, the good thing about this strike or or, or at this time, because of social media, they're doing a bunch of surveys, even Fox News did one that showed Republicans and Democrats were over 50 something percent in support of Hollywood writers and actors. And it just blows your mind because the messaging in the past always came out of uh, the corporations, controlled the messaging. And if you heard recently in the last week, the AMPTP had to, had to hire a uh, publicist firm to help them with their messaging because their messaging is not working for them. Well, the Mm -hmm. reason the messaging is not working for them is because (laughs) you can't, you can't win the argument. We don't want to pay you. Right. Or we want to take your likeness and own it without paying you. You, you can't Mm -hmm. win those messages at the end of the day and big corporations. I don't think, you know, you can't, put a driver in a truck with no air conditioning and then a 20, you know, you're never going to win that messaging no matter what you do. Right. You know what I mean? And I think corporations are not understanding that aspect of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just think that we all live in fear of our, you know, losing our yeah. jobs and therefore <laughs> we'll submit to anything that they, they do. And, and it's, that's why we belong in a union mm-hmm. to say no. we offer you a skill every single person every and that's the weird thing about our industry is we are all um creative for everybody in every department there's a creativity a skill set that you can't you you have to have that it's a skill it's a it's creativity it's imagination it's it's weird and one of the reasons they do get away with a little bit of overworking us or doing things that aren't quite you know politically correct or or even just it's because we kind of let it yeah well we let it slip because we're being creative yeah and they've, they've you love what advantage. you do you get we into love what we do That's the best and it's way to like put th- it. this is my art yeah, yeah. of course i'm happy yeah. to
1: get like to stay a little longer because it it's my art this is me
3: right. Yeah. Right. and I i'll think- be cutting in yeah action I, scene and jazzy yeah. Yeah. And stimulating my neurons and i'm like i can't leave in the oh, middle of this to, it's time yeah. to go right. and i'm like but i'm, I'm still on down the down scene my, i'm on yeah. the, i'm hooked i'm it's hooked like is, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. and i think in 2020 you know we all saw how important this was because it was keeping everyone entertained while they're at home
3: you know, insane, insane, yeah because yeah. they can lasso escape into these me. different yeah. worlds <laughs> ted lasso saved me it was the feel-good movie right. I it the feel-good movie of the apocalypse tv show sorry <laughs> yeah. of the apocalypse you know what right. i mean it's like yeah. it gave the heart and the like oh yeah you know, because there was the t-rump going nuts and you're just seeing doom and gloom covid you know you know me i called it the end of the you know the uh, yeah. apocalypse going on and uh yeah that little t- that show just oh okay humanity believe and once again getting <laughs> back to the importance of writers do you think ai yes. would have even created a show like that let alone that unique perspective of those those no. filmmakers or those th- that talent that that thought of it jason you know the oh you know so the uh the, the studios the corporations kind of take advantage of the fact that we are, we, we love what we do and we're now, and they've been able to spiral us downwards throughout the you know last 15, 20 years. And now we're like, well, we love what we do, but we also don't want to live the what we, you know, like live it every single day. We've got, you know, we've abandoned our work life. We've abandoned our social life, you know? And I think that became when COVID hit, it was really fascinating to hear editors say, yeah. I got to, I got to know my family. Yeah. And not only did they get to know my family, I got to live with my family at home because I was working at home mm-hmm. and I got to experience my kids, you yeah. know, better playing, balance. Cool and, and so, yeah, yeah, the work, the work, uh, the work life balance, you know, mm-hmm. and then with COVID they were limiting the hours. And, you know, there was this better, you know, like they were taking care of you. Yeah. Anybody got sick, you stay home, we'll pay you three days, to stay home or five days, you know, to get over COVID. Like the the government was stepping in and taking care of us at that time, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, and all of a sudden you felt like, now this is the way the world should be, right? You know, like there's a yeah. safety net in a way. And then it and went back to- and then, yeah, the corporations <laughs> are taking responsibility because yeah. they need—they know they create their billions of dollars. They need to take care of their crews and their actors to keep turning out the content. And you know, and it's like, okay, this is what this is what it feels like to be.
0: Well, you know. let's let's hope that they come up with a fair deal soon.
3: Well, that's the everybody. It's right now it's still bleak and dark. I mean, there's yeah. rumor we won't even get started till next year. And for some people, they start slowing down the industry at the beginning of this year. So for some people, they'll be out of work for a year, if not Mm. longer. So a lot Um, of people will be
0: switching industries.
3: We're going to lose it. Already have. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on red alert. I'm trying to figure out what I can do. You know, like, hmm, what can I do? (laughs) Trying to figure it out. Thank you for all the updates. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Reach out anytime and. I guess until next time, geek on, they say it right.